0: Hey, what's going on turds? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation podcast. It is a beautiful, cloudless, 76-degree day. It's a Sunday. Today is 4th of July. Independence Day. So, um, happy Independence Day. Happy 4th of July to you. Go on, do an entire podcast, what I feel that the dealings are around that, the significance of this event for our wonderful nation. But I'm proud to be an American. And I'm doing my part, doing my best to do my part to make this country a great place to live. I think the best thing we can do Consider the observation of these holidays. You know, it's different. To everyone. You got folks that are brining and slicing and slow cooking, smoking various meats, filling coolers with beer, erecting little friggin' tents and shit chairs in the yard. Inviting friends over. Enjoying a day off. And just otherwise celebrating you know, the, the birth of our of our nation. Our separation from the monarchy, which was then Great Britain. Had, just got passed by a big Big truck guy with flags hanging out of the ass end of it. People use this day to talk about, you know, what they feel America is about or where it should be and where it's not. Got folks cruising with their kayaks on top of their little Subarus. Folks on vacation, folks coming back from vacation, which is the case for the Ober. So let's put. Let's take uh, July Fourth aside. I woke up this morning. I slept my fucking ass in. Let me tell you that. Why? Because we just returned from a wonderful vacation out in uh, on the banks of Lake Makatawa. the Black Lake, the manifestation of the Black River. Renamed Makatawa in na- native tongue is uh, the Black River. Spills into the Lake Michigan, the big lake they call it. So for the past week, we friggin' live that lake life. We ascribe to that frequency sat on the docks and listened to the gentle waves lap against the docks and against the seawall and watched and listened to the birds and caught some fish. We ate well and we dined out and we dined in and we reminisced with our family we helped our family. They're gracious and uh, generous to put us up again. This is three or four years in a row. Now we've been going to Lake Mac, and it's in a beautiful town called Holland, Michigan, which it's interesting. You know, when you go on vacation, everything looks a little bit different now. Yeah. I mean, here's an example. Like the is the grass always greener. When you go on vacation and you look at the grass, I don't know, and I look to my left and right at the stoplight here, Allentown and 113, I don't see, I see the grass, it's familiar to me, it's kind of green, kind of brown, it's July, it's hot, the grass will probably start turning, we're fortunate to even have rainfall and vegetation still doing pretty well, considering that, uh, the entire western half of the United States is getting roasted out there. But back to the grass, you go to Michigan and the grass looks different. Now they got a couple hours extra of daylight. Sunset is at around 10 p.m. Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it's just that all the, the homes and the community in Holland in Holland, Michigan is it's upper upper scale upper class gentrified area mid the Michigan countryside right on a lake and so people have irrigation systems and they have landscapers that come in and preen their greens and take care of their gardens and spruce up their houses and property. But there's something about, it. I think you could agree, if you go on vacation this summer, and I suggest you should, because you'll be better for it. Take a look at what the grass looks like and the landscape. Well, there's a beautiful lawn, beautiful lawn there. But um, it looks just a little bit different. And when you drive, when I would drive around Holland, I'm thinking, man, these people are normal. Like there's, it's, it's not a, a real super touristy town. But it's um, it's they, they take care of it, and they're very kind. It's, it seems like a very nice community and a kind community and a very artsy community and a very uh, tolerant community. You know, throughout this town, I can tell you the number of pride flags last last month was Pride Month it was freaking unbelievable. I don't know what that's a function of. I know that Michigan is a Democratic-run state. Maybe there's an influence there. Maybe these little communities on the lake, they understand that there's a large number of people that come from the surrounding cities, such as Chicago and um, Detroit, Green Bay, and wherever else in the surrounding suburbs that vacation these areas and that they are make up a very diverse community and so they're sensitive to that but there was pride flags everywhere uh, Look, I love all people I don't give a fuck if you're gay I don't care I think it's cool I think I'm happy for you I'm gay for you I guess you could say you know want people to be comfortable and to enjoy this life because it is a very short life. I feel like we we oftentimes will find ourselves wrapped up, enamored with our little lives and all all the details of them from the bill paying to the waking and sleeping and housekeeping and socializing and pandemics and news headlines and shopping and all the little things that we have made into isms, you know? i got to do this, you know, what am I doing on my Sunday? I just got back from vacation after a 12-hour ride yesterday. I'm going down to my office and checking on it because tomorrow I go back to work. So I'm eager to check out the place, pick up my mail, restock supplies, prepare for the weeks ahead. I got another vacation coming up the end of July. So, you know, I'm just very, I'm very eager to get back to my routine, but the point is we make all these little Everything's got a little to do. We are so wrapped up in the de- in the detail, in the day to day. You know, talk about mindfulness or meditation or quality time. That's something that needs to be scheduled in, or it doesn't happen. You know, that's unfortunate you don't schedule it in, it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't happen. We have to, you know, introduce to our regimen everything. If you want to get exercise in, well, you better plan it. If you want to get your driveway seal coated, well, you better call them up. Better budget for it. Everything's a schedule, and I think that that's normal. That's how we've tamed the beast somewhat in, in America and in, in, in the West, in the world we've organized things we've tried to hold back the floodwaters figuratively and these days literally and look at all these folks on July 4th they're at Planet Fitness, the new Planet Fitness that opened up, everyone wants to go to a, to the brand new gym, I even do I want to bring my son there and start, you know, working out. He's going to be working out with the football team. Everything's got a schedule, so we're back to the grind. I'm happy to be. I'm happy to see my patients tomorrow and tell them all about my vacation and hear about theirs. But as as is always the case, I am very introspective right now about life And about priorities and about goals, and I'm very much, you know, I've had some wake up calls on this vacation. I'll tell you what they are. Okay, here are my wake up calls. Personally, I want to eke out of every fucking day the best. I mean, there are times, I understand there's going to be days where I'm not going to feel on, I'm not going to have my act together, and there are going to be bad days, and there are going to be good days, and I'm not going to let the bad days rain on my parade. I never do, anyway. But I'm going to drive on, I'm going to make sure that I, even on my most miserable, tired, uh, stressed out day, and the days can be somewhat stressful. As is the case for all of us. I am going to sneak in some creative writing. Some walking. I want to I walk. That's another wake-up call. I want to get in shape. I want to get in my own kind of shape. You know, I did Dr. Drill for 20 years. Military fitness regimen. Gritty, running through fields, up mountains, crossing creeks, lifting rocks. Lifting weights. That was my thing. And I want to... That's going to be reintroduced in some way. Going forward. Heading the lows, by the way. But I want to just... I want to I walk. I want to walk. And I want to eat lighter. And I want not to be so stressed out and so tired and so hungry that I ascribe to behaviors that are just like forced you know what I mean I don't want to be pushed around by this world as much and again I get my licks in I think more than most I have my shit together I do all these things already I know how to do them But that's been a wake-up call. My personal fitness, my personal uh, managing managing stress, spending time with my family. I'm motivated to, to do more of that. We had some great times over this holiday. I loved it, really enjoyed ourselves. Another wake-up call is just, and this is like the major one, you know. I've got some people in my life right now whom I love dearly. Mm. I'm a lover. I, I got a lot of people that I care about, that I look after, that look after me. It's probably the number one thing that I feel I, I excel at is just caring for people, Gen- being genuine with people. And, and I've, I've, I've seen, I've found that they appreciate that. And they reciprocate, but I got some people in my life who are who are suffering, who are not doing so well. I have a family member we just visited who has one of the worst types of cancer that you can wind up Um, with—a brain cancer. I know a couple other people with this cancer, it's not, it's terrible. It has taken away this individual's mobility and the quality of life and their retirement that worked so friggin' hard to get to, that faux finish line that I have discussed, that illusion that we, there is an end, that there is, at some point we can chill out, we can rest easy. We can let our guard down we can do what we want to do nobody's going to tell us what to do we don't have to be subject to some schedule we can do all the things that we've been putting off that is a that is an illusion my friends so when you pull your when you fill up your propane tank at lowe's and you throw that in the back of your little sedan like i'm looking like this guy is doing right now and you take your little freaking piece of shit, Chevy, sedan, back to your home and light up your grill. Enjoy your little, you know, enjoy your peace of mind. Enjoy your little piece of heaven. Enjoy your holiday. Enjoy every day like it's a holiday. Because it is. It's a gift. If you have know somebody who's had the misfortune, had the randomness, this guy trying to stick a fucking lumber Actually I applaud him. He's got one of those Lowe's lumber uh carts. He just tried to stick in the regular cart thing and he pushed it in there pretty snugly. Most people with lazy fucks wouldn't do that. So anyway, you know, there are people out there that I know and love that are um that don't have the physical or mental ability to live their lives optimally anymore. And so uh, I know a couple people in those situations. Another person, um, lack of mobility, um, comorbid, very overweight, no motivation, unhappy, and stuck. I know somebody else who just got a heart transplant and a liver transplant. has been in the hospital since December, okay? And I know so many other people with different varying grades of situations that have them really in a tough spot. And I bet you now more than ever, they are so eager to, you know, for something. They would love to have your little problems... Oh, the propane tank is is empty. Shit, we can't have our barbecue. And those are the problems that, that uh, push us around day to day. Oh, shit, this didn't go well. Oh, shit, the flowers in the window boxes are dead. I need to fill them up. I need to look good. I need to clean out the garage. I need to get my clothes out for tomorrow. Early wake up. I need to manage my schedule at the office. So, that's a huge wake-up call. I consider myself fortunate to have people in my life, you know, these people that are still around that I care very much about but are suffering in various ways because they serve. Uh, I'm sad for this, their misfortune, but there is a lesson. You know, when you approach midlife and you see all these people fuck am I kidding, I'm after midlife I'm 46 years old I start doing the math on the time that I have before I can my kids are grown before I can retire uh, thinking about what what happens in the next 5, 10, 20 years looking at other people and imagining the scenarios that could come our way and I just conclude That the randomness and the chaos of this world that hides behind the the Lowe's building facade with all its neatness and its organization and uh, these little neat parking spaces and all the people coming in and out to consume things like I am. There is a chaos, there is a randomness, there is a indifference to human life on this earth and we try to ignore that. But it's, it's there. And so I can't really think too much about the future. I can only prepare myself for whatever contingency I can try to get myself in the best possible physical and mental shape. I can try to do my best to help other people in this world and to learn constantly and to wisen myself to the realities and try to predict and anticipate any pitfalls in this world. I'm not scared of it all. But you find, you see somebody in one of these situations and you ask yourself what if that was me? You know, What if that was somebody that I uh, that was closer to me? Somebody in my immediate family, somebody, there's so many different scenarios, none of which you can completely prepare for, most of which you can't prepare for, except for being thankful. This is why people talk about gratitude, being thankful for what you have, and trying to make every day count. I saw a lady at at a little fruit stand this morning up the street from my house, one of those those places where you have a, um, your payment is on the honor system, they got a little little cash box padlock to the wooden dilapidated farm stand overhang, and go get your peaches, I got a nice little fuzzy peach to the right of me, it's my favorite fruit. I'm going to savor that fruit when I bite my freaking teeth into that sucker. And I feel that sweetness and that acidity. I'm going to eat that whole fucking thing. I'm going to sit with the pit in my mouth for a couple minutes. I'm going to throw it out along the roadside. I hope it grooms into a peach tree or at least somebody. Like a little squirrel or something. Some rodents, some ants, whatever the fuck. Go over and also get a little meal off of that. But gratitude, you know, on this 4th of July, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for people, wonderful as we, you know, and fucked up and flawed as we can be. Thankful for some of the people in this world that are just outstanding. And our pleasure to, to live and work alongside. I'm thankful for these people. driving their little forklifts around Lowe's on a, on a holiday afternoon or morning when they should be heading to the barbecue. I'm sure they'll get some. So i got more things to say, but that's, there's some, some, some wake-up calls. Some time off allows the mind to wander and to ponder about the beautiful things in this world and this life things that you really want to do. You can finally rest. You can finally rest when you get on that vacation. And you can be pulled from the back of that boat on a tube and be jettisoned by waves and flung into the air. Tumble off the tube and take a little water up your nose and you get that sting, that funky smell, sensation, whatever the fuck that is, and you do a snot rocket and you're good. You sit on that dock and listen to the waves, watch them lap against the shore, against the seawall, you feel that little tug on the tip of your rod, your fishing pole. Is it a weed? Is it a fish? Is it a small fish or a big fish? What lies beneath the surface, that is life. We can only only buy some, some sensory cues, some visual cues, like the tug on the tip of your rod or pull on your line or seeing the grass of a community that you're unfamiliar with, tasting food that somebody else cooked and prepared. Buying some T-shirt, some souvenir, a token of a good time that you had, or a new hat, or a flight of beer. When you think, man, this is this is what's good in life. To be continued. I go to Lowe's get some shit. Hold on. <laughs> I'm back. I'm so sorry, miss. uh, halt this woman's progress. She looked pissed when I backed out and blocked her her path. She was walking to the store. Anyway, hey, I'd like to give a shout out to my friend, uh, We'll call her um... fuck. Her name is Charlene. Okay, sweetheart at the Lowe's checkout. I said, I sure do appreciate you uh, working here on Independence Day. She goes, We don't have a choice. Everybody gets to work on Fourth of July. Okay, well you get off and squeeze your fun in. And she, she didn't seem so happy about working on the 4th of July once I open that can of worms. Listen, it's all right. I understand. I'm glad I'm not working on the 4th of July either, but. She said, I'm 60 years old. It's hot out here. Might need to get some of those younger people come out here and work in the garden center. Plus, everybody's going in to get gardening shit, you know? Everybody's going in to get flowers and plants and stuff. So, I'm 60 years old. I'll tell you what. I'm 46. This is one of the things that I did the math on. Now, I'm not sensitive about my age, necessarily. However... I would like to look half decent. Not walk around with a dad bod. Not have all these fucking gray hairs and shit like that. And I'm gritty to begin with, but... At 60 years old, i gladly fucking check you out at a garden center. I mean, not check you out. Like... Undress you with my eyes, but I'd, I'd gladly service you at the checkout counter of the garden center of Lowe's. By that I mean not to service you like sexually, I'm just saying to take your money payment in full. I mean, not that there would be anything illegal or under the table about the work that I'd be doing, and by work I mean just taking fee for service, not that I'm a prostitute or anything you know what I mean anyway, I got a freaking pickup truck full of flowers got some stinking varnish I needed to replenish because the Predator's Perch I, as a good man gave them about a half a half a gallon of varnish, which isn't cheap, it's about 50 bucks a can so that they could, you know, apply some some, uh, varnish themselves of course I need, I gave them my brushes too they're fucking dope Or maybe only one brush I gave him. Anyway, heading to the office now. I'm going to frickin' check this place out. I'm going to listen to any voice messages. I'm going to freaking blow the lot with my damn... ...leaf blower that I always carry in my truck. So if there's any debris that falls off the healthy balance tree or any fucking Cigarette butts that these dirtbag passersby flick into my lot, or any whatever, the fuck it is, leaves, detritus, debris. I get it in the fuck out of there. I get them out. So I prepare for tomorrow. I'll give this nice sweep of the Swiffer if it's needed. Take a look at the table. Make sure everything is charged. Everything is operable. All any flowers. I'm going to put do some replenishing of the flowers if need be. Grab my mail, look at the schedule one more time, head home to enjoy my time off leading up to a busy week. I'm excited about that. Maybe I'll even do some wood carving today. I have a couple gnomes I need to do. I have a friggin' Groot that I need to do. I got some notes and some recommend letters of recommendation for students I need to do. I got a lot to do. And that's the one thing that I always will say. Uh, oh, this is a cool little device here. Surf patrol. Cool little fucking buggy. Three-wheeled Rent a cop thing. Hey, I should tell you, I got pulled over driving back from Michigan, going through Ohio. I know that Ohio cops are dickheads, not dickheads, but they're maybe they're just doing their job. They were out there, fucking dozens of them, dozens. And I guess this is right around. Cleveland or Columbus or wherever I was going 90 90 routinely I was making some fucking time you know, I'm trying to get home wanted to get home to see our mommy girl who's safe and sound get home to the house get home to have a, a good night's sleep and a full day with which to relax. My friend Bernadine. I wonder if that's her. Anyway, I'm fucking flying through Ohio Turnpike, and ways usually gives you about a quarter mile at least. You can see where the cops are. These fuckers must have just pre- positioned themselves there because holy moly. This guy saw me. I flew by him about 85. Oh, we got two. We got three new plants. Ah, they're fucked up. So, perfect, perfect timing. I see that my plants have been taken care of. My ferns have been watered. Uh, My vines are climbing, my mandevillas, and I bought, just bought from Lowe's, from Charlene, Smooth Charlene, we'll call her. I brought a bunch of fucking flowers to replace in our spots here, so right on time. stand by. <laughs> hey, what's going on turds? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation podcast. It is a beautiful, cloudless, 76 degree day. It's a Sunday. Today is 4th of July. Independence Day. So, um, happy Independence Day. Happy 4th of July to you go on, do an entire podcast, what I feel that uh, the dealings are around that, the significance of this event for our wonderful nation, but I'm proud to be an American, and I'm doing my part, doing my best to do my part, to make this country a great place to live. I think the best thing we can do when we consider the observation of these holidays, you know, is different everyone. You got folks that are brining and slicing and slow cooking, smoking various meats, filling coolers with beer, erecting little friggin' Tents and shit, chairs in the yard, inviting friends over, enjoying a day off, and just otherwise celebrating, you know, the, the birth of our of our nation, our separation from the monarchy, which was then Great Britain just got passed by a big. Big truck guy with freaking flags hanging out of the ass end of it. People use this day to talk about, you know, what they feel America's about or where it should be and where it's not. Got folks cruising with their kayaks on top of their little Subarus. Folks on vacation, folks coming back from vacation, which is the case for the Ober. So let's, put, let's take uh, July 4th aside. I woke up this morning, I slept my fucking ass in. Let me tell you that. Why? Because we just returned from a wonderful vacation out in uh, on the banks of Lake Makatawa. The Black Lake, the manifestation of the Black River renamed Makatawa in na- native tongue is uh, the Black River. It spills into the Lake Michigan. The big lake they call it. So for the past week we friggin' lived that lake life. We ascribe to that frequency sat on the docks and listened to the gentle waves lap against the docks and against the seawall and watched and listened to the birds and caught some fish. We ate well and we dined out and we dined in and we reminisced with our family we helped our family. They're gracious and uh, generous to put us up again. This is three or four years in a row now. We've been going to Lake Mac, and it's in a beautiful town called Holland, Michigan, which it's interesting, you know. When you go on vacation, everything looks a little bit different. Now, yeah, I mean, here's an example. like the Is the grass always greener? When you go on vacation and you look at the grass, I don't know, and I look to my left and right at the stoplight here, Allentown and 113, I don't see, I see the grass, it's familiar to me, it's kind of green, kind of brown, it's July, it's hot, the grass will probably start turning, we're fortunate to even have rainfall and vegetation still doing pretty well, considering that, uh. The entire western half of the United States is getting roasted out there. But back to the grass. You go to Michigan, and the grass looks different. Now they got a couple hours extra of daylight. Sunset is at around 10 p.m. Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it's just that all the, the homes and the community that Holland in Holland, Michigan, is it's upper upper scale upper-class, gentrified area mid the Michigan countryside right on a lake. And so people have irrigation systems, and they have landscapers that come in and preen their greens and take care of their gardens and spruce up their houses and properties. But there's something about. It. I think you could agree if you go on vacation this summer, and I suggest you should, because you'll be better for it. Take a look at what the grass looks like and the landscape. Well, there's a beautiful lawn, beautiful lawn there, but um, it looks just a little bit different. And when you drive, when I would drive around Holland, I'm thinking, man, these people are normal. Like this, it's it's not a, a real super touristy town. But it's, um, it's, they, they take care of it and they're very kind. It's, it seems like a very nice community and a kind community and a very artsy community and a very, um, tolerant community, you know, throughout this town, I can tell you the number of pride flags last, last month was pride month. It was freaking unbelievable. I don't know what that's a function of. I know that Michigan is a Democratic-run state. Maybe there's an influence there. Maybe these little communities on the lake, they understand that there's a large number of people that come from the surrounding cities, such as Chicago and um, Detroit. Bay wherever else and the surrounding suburbs that vacation these areas and that they are make up a very diverse community and so they're sensitive to that but there was pride flags everywhere. Uh, look I love all people I don't give a fuck if you're gay. I don't care. I think it's cool. I think I'm happy for you. I'm gay for you I guess you could say you know? want people to be comfortable and to enjoy this life, because it is a very short life. I feel like we we oftentimes will find ourselves wrapped up, enamored with our little lives and all all the details of them, from the bill paying to the waking and sleeping and housekeeping and socializing and pandemics and news headlines and shopping and all the little things that we have made into isms, you know? i got to do this, you know, what am I doing on my Sunday? I just got back from vacation after a 12-hour ride yesterday. I'm going down to my office and checking on it because tomorrow I go back to work. So I'm eager to check out the place, pick up my mail, restock supplies, prepare for the weeks ahead. i got another vacation coming up the end of July. So, you know, I'm just very, I'm very eager to get back to my routine, but the point is we make all these little Everything has got a little to do. We are so wrapped up in the de- in the detail in the day to day, you know. Talk about mindfulness or meditation or quality time. That's something that needs to be scheduled in, or it doesn't happen. You know. That's unfortunate. If you don't schedule it in, it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't happen. We have to, you know, introduce to our regimen everything. If you want to get exercise in, well, you better plan it. If you want to get your driveway seal coated, well, you better call them up. Better budget for it. Everything's a schedule, and I think that that's normal. That's how we've tamed the beast somewhat in in America and in in the West, in the world we've organized things we've tried to hold back the floodwaters figuratively and these days literally and look at all these folks on July 4th they're at Planet Fitness, the new Planet Fitness that opened up, everyone wants to go to to the brand new gym, I even do I want to bring my son there And start, you know, working out. He's going to be working out with the football team. Everything's got a schedule. So we're back to the grind. I'm happy to be, I'm happy to see my patients tomorrow and tell them all about my vacation and hear about theirs. But as, as is always the case, I am very introspective right now about life and about priorities, and about goals, and I'm very much, you know, I've had some wake-up calls on this vacation. I'll tell you what they are. Okay, here are my wake-up calls. Personally, I want to eke out of every fucking day the best. I mean, there are times I understand there's going to be days where I'm not going to feel on, I'm not going to have my act together, and there are going to be bad days, and there are going to be good days, and I'm not going to let the bad days rain on my parade. I never do, anyway. But I'm going to drive on, I'm going to make sure that I, even on my most miserable, tired, uh, stressed out day, and the days can be somewhat stressful. As is the case for all of us. I am going to sneak in some creative writing. Some walking. I want to I walk. That's another wake-up call. I want to get in shape. I want to get in my own kind of shape. You know, I did Dr. Drill for 20 years. Military fitness regimen. Gritty, running through fields, up mountains, crossing creeks, lifting rocks lifting weights, that was my thing. And I want to, that's going to be reintroduced in some way going forward. Heading the lows, by the way. But I want to just, I want, I want to walk. I want to walk and I want to eat lighter and I want not to be so stressed out and so tired and so hungry that I... You know, ascribe to behaviors that are just, like, forced. You know what I mean? I don't want to be pushed around by this world as much. And again, I get my licks in. I think more than most, I've, I have my shit together. I do all these things already. I know how to do them. But that's been a wake-up call, my personal fitness, my personal uh, managing managing stress, spending time with my family. I'm motivated to, to do more of that. We had some great times over this holiday. I loved it, really enjoyed ourselves. Another wake-up call is just, and this is like the major one, you know, I've got some people in my life right now whom I love dearly. Mm. I'm a lover. I I got a lot of people that I care about, that I look after, that look after me. It's probably the number one thing that I feel I I excel at is just caring for people, being genuine with people. And and I've, I've, I've seen, I've found that they appreciate that and they reciprocate, but i got some people in my life who are, who are suffering, who are not doing so well. I have a family member we just visited who has one of the worst types of cancer that you can wind up with. Um, a brain cancer. I know a couple other people with this cancer, it's not, it's terrible. It has taken away this individual's mobility and the quality of life and their retirement that worked so friggin' hard to get to, that faux finish line that I have discussed, that illusion that we, there is an end, that there is, at some point we can chill out, we can rest easy. We can let our guard down. We can do what we want to do. Nobody's going to tell us what to do. We don't have to be subject to some schedule. We can do all the things that we've been putting off. That is a that is an illusion, my friends. So when you pull your when you fill up your propane tank at Lowe's, and you throw that in the back of your little sedan, like I'm looking like this guy is doing right now, and you take your little freaking piece of shit Chevy sedan back to your home and light up your grill. Enjoy your little, you know, enjoy your peace of mind. Enjoy your little piece of heaven. Enjoy your holiday. Enjoy every day like it's a holiday because it is. It's a gift. If you know somebody who's had the misfortune, had the randomness, this guy trying to stick a fucking lumber Actually I applaud him. He's got one of those Lowe's lumber uh carts. He just tried to stick in the regular cart thing and he pushed it in there pretty snugly. Most people with lazy fucks wouldn't do that. So anyway, you know, there are people out there that I know and love that are um that don't have the physical or mental ability to live their lives optimally anymore. And so, uh, I know a couple people in those situations. Another person, um, lack of mobility, um, comorbid, very overweight, no motivation, unhappy and stuck. I know somebody else who just got a heart transplant and a liver transplant. has been in the hospital since December. Okay? And I know so many other people with different varying grades of situations that have them really in a tough spot. And I bet you now, more than ever, they are so eager to, you know, for something. They would love to have your little problems. Oh, the propane tank is, is empty. Shit, we can't have our barbecue. And those are the problems that that uh, push us around day to day. Oh shit, this didn't go well. Oh shit, the flowers in the window boxes are dead. I need to fill them up. I need to look good. I need to clean out the garage. I need to get my clothes out for tomorrow, early wake up. I need to manage my schedule at the office. So, that's a huge wake-up call. I consider myself fortunate to have people in my life, you know, these people that are still around that I care very much about, but are suffering in various ways, because they serve, uh, i am said for this, their misfortune, but there is a lesson. You know, when you approach midlife, and you see all these people. The fuck am I kidding? I'm after midlife. I'm 46 years old. and start doing the math on the time that I have. Before I can. My kids are grown. Before I can retire. Uh, thinking about what, what happens in the next 5, 10, 20 years. Looking at other people and imagining the scenarios that could come our way, and I just conclude that the randomness and the chaos of this world that hides behind the the Lowe's building facade with all its neatness and its organization and uh, these little neat parking spaces and all the people coming in and out to consume things like I am, There is a chaos, there is a randomness, there is an indifference to human life on this earth, and we try to ignore that, but it's, it's there. And so I can't really think too much about the future. I can only prepare myself for whatever contingency I can try to get myself in the best possible physical and mental shape. I can try to do my best to help other people in this world and to learn constantly and to wiseen myself to the realities and try to predict and anticipate any pitfalls in this world. I'm not scared of it all. But you find you see somebody in one of these situations and you ask yourself, What if that was me? You know, what if that was somebody that I uh, that was closer to me, somebody in my Immediate family, somebody. There's so many different scenarios, none of which you can completely prepare for. Most of which you can't prepare for. Except for being thankful. This is why people talk about gratitude. Being thankful for what you have. And trying to make every day count. I saw a lady at at a little fruit stand this morning up the street from my house, one of those, one of those places where you have a, um, your payment is on the honor system, they got a little, little cash box padlock to the wooden dilapidated farm stand overhang, you go get your peaches, I got a nice little fuzzy peach to the right of me, it's my favorite fruit. I'm going to savor that fruit when I bite my freaking teeth into that sucker and I feel that sweetness and that acidity. I'm going to eat that whole fucking thing. I'm going to sit with the pit in my mouth for a couple minutes. I'm going to throw it out along the roadside I hope it grooms into a peach tree or at least somebody, like a little squirrel or something, some rodents, some ants, whatever the fuck, go over and also get a little meal off of that. But gratitude, you know, on this 4th of July, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for people, wonderful as we, you know, and fucked up and flawed as we can be. I'm thankful for some of the people in this world that are just outstanding. And our pleasure to, to live and work alongside. I'm thankful for these people. driving their little forklifts around Lowe's on a a holiday afternoon or morning when they should be heading to the barbecue. I'm sure they'll get some. So i got more things to say, but there's some some wake-up calls. Some time off allows the mind to wander and to ponder about the beautiful things in this world and this life. Things that you really want to do. You can finally rest. You can finally rest when you get on that vacation. And you can be pulled from the back of that boat on a tube and be jettisoned by waves and flung into the air. Tumble off the tube and Take a little water up your nose and you get that sting, that funky smell, sensation, whatever the fuck that is. You do a snot rocket and you're good. You sit on that dock and listen to the waves, watch them lap against the shore, against the seawall. You feel that little tug on the tip of your rod, your fishing pole. Is it a weed? Is it a fish? Is it a small fish or a big fish? What lies beneath the surface, that is life. We can only, only buy some, some sensory cues, some visual cues, like the tug on the tip of your rod or pull on your line or seeing the grass of a community that you're unfamiliar with, tasting food that somebody else cooked and prepared. Buying some T-shirt, some souvenir, a token of a good time that you had, or a new hat, or a flight of beer. When you think, man, this is this is what's good in life. To be continued. Yeah, go Lowe's get some shit. Hold on. <laughs> I'm back. I'm so sorry, miss. back up, halt this woman's progress. She looked pissed when I backed out and blocked her her path. She was walking to the store. Anyway, hey, I'd like to give a shout out to my friend, uh, we'll call her um... fuck her name is Charlene okay sweetheart at the Lowe's checkout. I said I sure do appreciate you uh, working here on Independence Day she goes we don't have a choice everybody gets to work on 4th of July okay well sure you get off and squeeze your fun in. She, she didn't seem so happy about working on the 4th of July once I open that can of worms. Listen, it's all right. I understand. I'm glad I'm not working on the 4th of July either, but. She said, I'm 60 years old. It's hot out here. Might need to get some of those younger people come out here and work in the garden center. Plus, everybody's going in to get gardening shit, you know? Everybody's going in to get flowers and plants and stuff. So, I'm 60 years old. I'll tell you what. I'm 46. This is one of the things that I did the math on. Now, I'm not sensitive about my age, necessarily. However... I would like to look half decent. Not walk around with a dad bod. Not have all these fucking gray hairs and shit like that. And I'm gritty to begin with, but... At 60 years old, i gladly fucking check you out at a garden center. I mean, not check you out. Like undress you with my eyes, but I'd, I'd gladly service you at the checkout counter of the garden center of Lowe's. By that I mean not to service you, like, sexually. I'm just saying to take your money payment in full. I mean, not that there would be anything illegal or under the table about the work that I'd be doing. And by work I mean just taking fee for service. Not that I'm a prostitute or anything. You know what I mean. Anyway, I got a freaking pickup truck full of flowers. Got some stankin' varnish I needed to replenish because the Predator's Perch I, as a good man gave them about a half a half a gallon of varnish which isn't cheap, it's about 50 bucks a can so that they could, you know, apply some some, uh, varnish themselves of course I need, I gave them my brushes too they're fucking dope Or maybe only one brush I gave him. Anyway, heading to the office now. I'm going to frickin' check this place out. I'm going to listen to any voice messages. I'm going to freaking blow the lot with my damn... leaf blower that I always carry in my truck. So if there's any debris that falls off the healthy balance tree or any fucking Cigarette butts that these dirtbag passers-by flick into my lot or any whatever fuck it is. Leaves, detritus, debris, I get it the fuck out of there. I get them out. So I prepare for tomorrow. I'll give this nice sweep of the Swiffer if it's needed. Take a look at the table. Make sure everything is charged, everything is operable. All any flowers I'm going to put do some replenishing of the flowers if need be grab my mail look at the schedule one more time head home to enjoy my time off leading up to a busy week I'm excited about that maybe I'll even do some wood carving today I have a couple gnomes I need to do I have a friggin' Groot that I need to do. I got some notes and some recommend letters of recommendation for students I need to do. I got a lot to do. And that's the one thing that I always will say. Uh, oh, this is a cool little device here. Surf Patrol. Cool little fucking buggy. Three-wheeled rent-a-cop thing. Hey, I should tell you, I got pulled over. Driving back from Michigan, going through Ohio. I know that Ohio cops are dickheads. Not dickheads, but they're maybe they're just doing their job. They were out there. Fucking dozens of them. Dozens. And I guess this is right around Cleveland or Columbus or wherever. I was going 90 90 routinely. I was making some fucking time. You know, I'm trying to get home. wanted to get home to see our mommy girl who's safe and sound get home to the house get home to have a, a good night's sleep and a full day with which to relax. My friend Bernadine. I wonder if that's her. Anyway, I'm fucking flying through Ohio Turnpike. And Waze usually gives you about a quarter mile at least. You can see where the cops are. These fuckers must have just positioned themselves there because... Holy moly. This guy saw me. I flew by him about 85. Oh, we got two, we got three new plants. Ah, they're fucked up. So, perfect, perfect timing. I see that my plants have been taken care of. My ferns have been watered. Uh, My vines are climbing, my mandevillas, and I bought, just bought from Lowe's, from Charlene, Smooth Charlene, we'll call her, I brought a bunch of fucking flowers to replace in our spots here, so right on time. Stand by.